Hello and welcome to Writer's Haven Podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Cast. I'm a partner, a mama, a worldwide best-selling author with over 25 million books in print and a high-vibe book coach. I'm passionate about helping writers become the successful authors they were destined to be. It's your turn. What are you waiting for? Welcome to the very first episode of Writer's Haven. I am so excited you're here. I'm excited to start this new journey, and I appreciate you coming along. Today, we're diving deep into something that's at the core of every story, the first draft, and specifically how to lay down the foundation for that first draft, and how to know exactly when you're ready to start writing. I've created a checklist for this, and I'm going to go over in this episode a few points from that checklist. I also have a more detailed and expanded version available for download for free, and I will link that in the show notes. You can also find it on my website. By the end of this episode, you'll have tools and insights to create a solid foundation for your story. So let's get started. I am personally an outliner. I love outlining and creating that blueprint to follow so I know exactly where I'm going, but today we're not talking about outlining. This is for any type of writer, pantser, plotter, whatever you call yourself, this is for you. So of course, in every story, there's an aspect of world building. A richly crafted world can transport your readers, and let's get into how exactly you can create one. Of course, you want to make sure that you're detailing the setting. We're describing the physical landscape, weather, time period, culture. If it's a fantasy world or a magical world, post-apocalyptic dystopian, a world that is unlike our own currently, we want to establish the rules. This is really important, especially in magical societies. There is a hierarchy in magic, just like there is a hierarchy in our current government system. And in order to have your readers suspend disbelief and join you on the fanciful journey you are going to tell, we need to have a clear set of rules. And that starts with you, dear author. And you also want to use sensory details to bring that world alive. You want to help readers see, smell, taste, hear, and feel the world. I am autistic. Shout out to all of my fellow neurodivergent folks out there. Um, I get very overstimulated by my senses very easily. I get overwhelmed by them, by touch and sound and smell primarily. I actually think that with my writing, this has helped me because I do take the world in in a different way than neurotypical people, and I am able to bring kind of that element that I find to be very overwhelming in my day-to-day life, and I can use it to enrich my story because I am very tuned in to those sensory experiences. Another aspect of 
Knowing that you are ready to jump in and start drafting is understanding your characters. Your characters are the heart and soul of your story, so understanding them is vital. There are a few different ways to do this. I really love creating character profiles. I have a spreadsheet. <laughs> um, the more you hear from me, the more you'll know that I, I kind of have a spreadsheet for almost everything. But I have a spreadsheet. Um, I outline their background, their physical traits, personality traits, their desires and fears, motivations, goals, dreams. And some of this never even appears on the page, but it's important that as the author, I know it. I have connected with these characters. They're very much alive for me. And when they're alive for you, they will also be alive for your reader. Your readers connect with your characters, not just your plot. So we want to make sure they are as vivid as your scenery in your setting, in your world. And we also want to make sure that they're relatable. I know a lot of my favorite stories have heroines in them that I very much identify with. I think we all do. That's part of what makes reading so amazing. And that's part of what is so fulfilling about being an author is that you know that you are directly talking to, you're directly speaking to people all around the world that you'll never get to meet, but you have this energetic connection with. And I really love that. Before we start our first draft, we also want to know the theme and tone of our story. So the theme is the underlying message and the tone sets the mood. So you want to identify the core message. What do you want readers to take away? I always think of this as kind of my soapbox moment in the novel. What if anything, can I leave them with? If I were to see somebody reading my book at a Starbucks, one can only hope that happens. It's an amazing feeling. And I run up to them and I'm like, quick, tell me one takeaway from this book. That is your core message. And choosing the right tone is really important. If you're writing a rom-com, the tone is most likely going to be lighthearted. I wouldn't imagine it would be very dark or mysterious, but it would be if you're writing a thriller. So understanding the tone that's right for your message and that's right for your characters and that's right for your story is important. And again, like with setting and so many of these things tie together and that's why we want to make sure that we have a grasp on each of them before we start our first draft. But we want to maintain consistency. We want to keep the theme, your core message, and the tone consistent to create a cohesive experience for the reader. We don't want to start our rom-com off lighthearted and then suddenly we are in the midst of something that feels more like a horror or a thriller just to come back to that lighthearted comedic romance. Again, it's about building trust with your reader so they can suspend that disbelief and go along and fully immerse themselves in your story. Now, I keep mentioning your reader this and your reader that, but who exactly is your reader? Who is your target audience? I used to say that I didn't write with a certain audience in mind. I just wrote the book that I most wanted to write. But after, you know, I've been in this industry for 17 years now, and after writing how many books I've written and working with so many different people, I realized that that's not true, that 
even on a subconscious level, I've always had the target audience in mind when crafting a book. And here's why. I write primarily young adult fiction, and that is a very different story that I'm telling to someone who's around 14, usually 12 and up, um, are my young adult readers. So that's a different story than the story that I'm going to be telling an adult reader, primarily 18 and older. One is not better than the other, but they're different. And knowing and having in mind who exactly I'm writing for only helps to create a better story. It only helps to connect with my reader more deeply. As you move through Writer's Haven with me, and I hope that you will, because this is going to be a lot of fun, because writing is fun, really, (laughs) you will know that I am a little woo-woo. So I am a witch. I believe in all sorts of magics and energies. I find it very empowering and transformative. I think every writing project we begin is both an opportunity to boost our confidence, prove to ourselves that we can and will achieve a task, and also it's an opportunity for transformation, whether that is becoming a better writer, whether that is discovering something about yourself through the story you're telling, or discovering about yourself through connecting with readers. Transformation is part of being an artist. And as a writer, as an author, you are an artist. So we not only want to think about who is our reader, what do they want, what are they looking for, what is best for my characters, what is best for my world, but also what is best for yourself. When embarking on the journey of writing a first draft, we want to make sure that we have some personal goals. What does success look like for this project? Each draft, each revision, each book serves a different purpose, whether it is because we're fulfilling a contract that is paying us and allowing us to live our lives for self-fulfillment or hoping to query an agent or self-publish. We each have our own special goal. You have your own goal. What is that goal? Knowing your why will help keep you motivated throughout your writing experience. As I said, yes, writing is fun, but writing is also difficult. It's hard. It's isolating, which is one of the reasons I started this podcast. I wanted to be able to connect with other people out there who are also writing. So what is your goal? What does success look like? for this project. And then we want to break down that process, break down that goal into manageable steps. Also, what excites and motivates you about this? If you are looking at this potential first draft and you're thinking, oh my gosh, why did I do this? I hate it. (laughs) This is the worst thing in the whole wide world. There is something wrong. It is not aligning with you. And how can you inject something in it that really lights you up? How can you connect with your manuscript in a way that makes it 100% you? 
Your personal goals keep you driven. They keep you focused. On top of setting personal goals, I know we want to break down our process into manageable steps, which of course I will talk about on another episode in more detail. With those steps, we are holding ourselves accountable so that we are moving forward and we don't start and kind of like a shooting star. We just go out in this blaze of glory. We are really on fire and then absolutely nothing. And then you just have another work in progress and it just kind of lingers in the back of your mind and it lingers on your desktop and nothing comes from it except like a little bit of shame. (laughs) And that is not the energy that we want. So we want to create a writing schedule. Consistency is key. And that doesn't mean that you have to write every single day. I write every single day, but that does not always look like work. And when I say work, I mean writing a book that I already have a contract for. Some days I don't sit down on my computer at all. Instead, I journal about a personal topic. I journal about where I want to see my business, any personal goals I want to focus on or bring attention to, because what we focus on and what we bring our attention to We not only create more of, but we also attract. To maintain that consistency, I do write every single day. Another way to stay accountable is to find a buddy or a group. Having someone to check in with can be a really powerful motivator. Along with this Writer's Haven podcast, I have a Writer's Haven community, which you can find through my website, and I'll link it down in the show notes. It's a brand new baby community that we are growing, but it's for this exact thing. And like I mentioned earlier, writing is lonely. We do it by ourselves. It feels like you're an island, you're a silo, you're just operating completely alone. And we may have loved ones and friends and family members who understand that we are on this journey, but don't understand what that really means. They don't understand what it means to be a writer. They don't understand what it means to work completely alone. They don't understand what story crafting is. So when we go to them, even if we just need help brainstorming, they're not able to give us that feedback that is really constructive from a story crafting place. But other writers can. So if you don't have a buddy, if you don't have a support system, and even if you do, I encourage you to join the Writer's Haven community. Also, you have got to celebrate your progress. Any progress is progress. All progress is moving forward. All progress is amazing. You are doing it. You opened your document on your computer today and you wrote two sentences. What? You wrote 25 words, you wrote 2,500 words, both of those are worth celebrating. Every time you sit down and write anything, you are moving forward. Sat down today and came up with a whole new character. Didn't write any words, but I came up with a person. Amazing. It's all worth celebrating. You are worth celebrating listening to this podcast right now, celebrate it. You are adding to your writer's toolkit. You are adding to your confidence. You are nurturing yourself and you are nurturing your story. 
you are being authentically you, celebrate it. If you can imagine a story, it is yours to tell. It is no one else's story. It is yours. You would not be able to think of it. You would not be able to imagine it, see it, hear it, however it comes to you. You would not be able to do that if it was not meant for you. That is your story. It is only meant to be told by you. With the first draft, especially, we're here to experiment and learn, and most importantly, enjoy the process. Have fun. Sending you so much love, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Writer's Haven podcast. Hey, dear writer, if you are vibing with this episode and you are so ready to take action, go ahead and download my free essential first draft checklist. Let's get started crafting your next masterpiece. I'll link it in the show notes. Let's do this.